This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Tipping Point, I'm Jimmy Evans. I've got a really important teaching coming up about money, uh, money in the end times and what God blesses and what God will not bless financially and a warning that God gives in Revelation 18 specifically to believers related to money. Before I talk about that, I wanna go talk to you about what's coming up in some places that I'm speaking. Uh, we have coming up this coming weekend, XO Grapevine. Uh, this is at Fellowship Church, Grapevine, Texas, February 11th and 12th. That's Friday. Uh, it starts 9.30 in the morning to 4 in the afternoon. Back again that night, 6.30 to 9.30. The next morning we go from 9 to noon. I'll be speaking three times in the conference, plus we have all brother speakers, including pastors Ed and Lisa Young. They're the pastors there at Fellowship Church. It is a terrific church. They're great people. This is going to be a premier event for us we would love to have you there, uh, and you can register on xlmarriage.com forward slash conferences. I'm also speaking there at Fellowship Church that coming weekend on marriage at 9.30 and 11.15. So if you're in this area, or even if you fly in, and by the way, they are three minutes away from the north exit there at the DFW airport, so it's very convenient if you're flying in. I'm also, that next week on February 16th and 17th, they have C3 Conference, it's Creative Church Conference for pastors and church leaders. Uh, you can go on their website. There, I believe it's fellowship.com, fellowshipchurch.com. You can go on there and uh, register for the conference. I'm gonna be speaking on February 17th at 9 a.m. to pastors, but the whole conference is gonna be terrific. Uh, Pastor Ed Young is the one who leads it there. We have our EXO Houston conference coming up February 18th and 19th. The following weekend, Grace Church, Houston, uh, and that's Pastor Garrett and Andrea Booth. Wonderful people, wonderful church. This is our only, we only have two premier events per year. This is another one of our premier events with all of our main speakers. Friday, Friday evening, Saturday morning, xomarriage.com forward slash conferences. Uh, to be a part of that, we would love to have you be a part of that. I'm also speaking on an end time series with Pastor Ed Young at Fellowship. This is gonna be a four week series and I'm gonna be speaking on February 27th and March the 13th. Pastor Ed will be speaking before me in, in the middle there. Uh, he is a wonderful Bible teacher, powerful preacher. You'll love hearing him. And I've got some special messages that I'm gonna be bringing as a part of that series. So if those are things that interest you, that's what we have coming up here in the very near future. Let me talk about this message on money and the end times. Uh, in this, this message is called Escaping Babylon, the, a warning that God gives, I'm gonna read it here in just a minute, a warning that God gives to his people concerning a judgment that is coming financially. Now Babylon in Revelation uh, chapter 17 is a spiritual Babylon that is judged. In Revelation 18, it is a financial Babylon that is judged. And there are spiritual forces behind money. We need to understand this. Money is good and money is terrible. 
in the Bible, there are many scriptures that talk about the blessing of money. And there are many scriptures that talk about the curse of money. It's, it's interesting. It can be confusing if you don't understand that there are two worlds of wealth. There are two different ways. There are two different kingdoms related to money. And when we as believers are operating in God's kingdom the way that we should, money is a great blessing. And God promises us great blessing. When we go to the other side, and this is the warning of Revelation 18, if you go to the other side, even as a believer, it's cursed. And God warns of judgment that's going to come to people for believers that are over financially on the other side. So let me give you some examples of scriptures that talk about money in the positive. Proverbs 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. He adds no sorrow with it. Rich just means more than enough. It doesn't mean necessarily a trillion dollars. It just means having you're, you're blessed. You have more than enough. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. You don't lose your health, your marriage, your children, or your reputation is that you, you're blessed. Proverbs 11:25, the generous soul will be made rich and he who waters will also be watered himself. That's talking about a spirit of generosity. When you're a generous person, God's gonna bless you for that. Uh, this is Psalm 35. Uh, let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause and let them continually say, let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. God is a good God. Uh, poverty is a curse. If you, if you believe that poverty is blessed, you, you've never lived in poverty. My father lived in abject poverty his entire life. My father never slept inside. My father could only eat meat once a week. He lived during the depression. My father was scarred for the rest of his life by living in abject poverty. And so uh, money is a blessing that God loves to see his children prosper. And that means on the good side of money in his kingdom, operating under his, under his financial principles, he loves to see us prospering. There's the other side. And there are scriptures that warn about the evils of money. Psalm 73. Behold, these are the ungodly who are always at ease. They increase in riches. Proverbs 13. There is one who makes himself rich, yet has nothing. And one who makes himself poor, yet has great riches. Proverbs 28, a man with an evil eye hastens after riches and does not consider that poverty will come upon him. Luke 18, 24, when Jesus saw that he had become sorrowful, he said, how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. 1 Timothy 6, the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. The Bible never says that the money is the root of all evil. That's, that's not what the Bible says. It says it is a root of all sorts of evil. And so the love of money. It's not talking about you know, money in its right place that we all need. It's talking about loving money rather than loving God. Loving money more than you love God. Okay. So there's two ends of the spectrum, both referring to the same thing, money, and one talks about it as a blessing, one talks about it as a curse. And so here's the question, is money and the accumulation of wealth and riches, is it good or evil? Well, here's the answer. It depends on which world of wealth the money is made in and, and which one it's, it's uh, stewarded in. There are two very distinct systems of money in the world today. There's the Babylon system. This is uh, mammon. Jesus said you can't serve God in mammon. But there's the Babylon system that Revelation 18 refers to. We're going to read the scripture here in just a second. 
the Babylon system, which is the spirit of the devil working through fallen nature of man to replace God with money. That's what it is. This is Babylon. The original Babylon was men, men came together to build a tower into the heavens so that they could be their own God and replace God. And God came and confused their language. Babel means confusion. And so he confused their languages so they couldn't get finished. But it was mankind coming together in the spirit of humanism to replace God. So that there is in the world, there's the Babylon system, the mammon system of wealth, that if you're on this side, even as a believer, if you're on this side, God's not going to bless you. God, God will not bless it. He gives you a warning in Revelation 18. But then there's the father system. The father system of wealth, this is the spirit of God caring for his children. Okay, so let me first of all talk about the Babylon system of wealth and, and why it's wrong. Babylon means confusion. And so uh, man rebelled against God and tried to build a tower, okay, to ex exalt himself. And Babylon means the united rebellion against God and the exaltation of man. And money becomes the universal standard in common bond in the Babylon spirit. Okay, money. What is the common bond? of the Babylon spirit in the world today. Money. It is the love of money that is in the United States, it's in Russia, it's in China, it's in Africa, Asia, South America, every single place on earth. The love of money is the Babylon system. It's mammon. Mammon is money personified that promises you everything that God promises you. Security, identity, independence, all those uh, identity, all of those things that God promises us, if we will love him and serve him, the Babylon mammon comes to us and says, you don't need God. All you need is money. If you have money, you're going to be secure. You're going to be somebody. You're going to be, uh, you know, all these kinds of things. And it's a lie. So here's what Revelation 18 says. Now, this is a warning that God is giving to his people. Okay. He's, he's warning everybody, but this is the fall. And let me say it another way. The system, the Babylon system is going to fall, and this is a record of its fall. Revelation 18 is telling you everything you put in the Babylon system is going to go down in flames. This is Revelation 18, beginning in verse 1. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen. And it's become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Render to her just as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works in the cup with which she has mixed, mixed double for her. I want you to see several things in there. First of all, she's her. She's an adulteress. That when you're in the Babylon system, when you're in the mammon system, you're committing adultery against God. There's the father system of wealth. For God is our Father, and we are submitted to Him, and He's caring for us. This is the one that He blesses. But then there is the Babylon system over here, which is uh, adultery. It is spiritual adultery. It is we have abandoned God, and we've gone to the other side for money, for the sake of money. 
And it says there, come out of her, my people. Come out of her. God is saying here, there's Christians in there. Okay? Now, this is during the tribulation, by the way. And so there are Christians during the tribulation or believers in this Babylon system. And I believe it's also talking to us today that there are definitely believers today who say they love God here, but financially they're very compromised. Okay? Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins and lest you receive her place. And by the way, it says, and judge her double. Judge her double. So this is going to be a cataclysmic financial judgment before the end that comes upon spiritual Babylon, mystery Babylon. And it's going to be incredible. And that's the financial system. But here's the father system of wealth. And so God created mankind to understand the father system of wealth. You just have to understand this. God created mankind to be in his family and to live dependently under his direction and care. Dependently. Okay. Babylon is independence. This is dependence. The blessing of trusting God and walking obediently in relationship with him is many fold. But part of the blessing is financial provision and prosperity. God wants to be our father. That, that's the bottom line. So the father system of wealth is 100% different than the Babylon system of wealth. The, the Jesus talked about it. This is Matthew 6. We're going to begin in verse 19. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth. Now that's the exact opposite of the Babylon spirit. Where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. This is verse 24. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow nor reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. So Jesus says there, you can't serve God in mammon. You, you have to make a choice. Okay. Are you going to trust God as your Father? to provide, to guide and provide for you financially? Or are you going to trust in mammon? Okay, mammon is money that is personified that promises you what only God can promise you. I'll give you, that's, God says, I'll make you secure. Mammon says, I'll make you secure. He says, I'll, I'll, I'll make you, uh, God never promises us independence, by the way. Mammon promises his independence. God wants us to be dependent. And so God comes as our father to care for us where the blessing is, Mammon comes and promises us everything that God promises us, but without any allegiance to him whatsoever. Here's 1 John chapter 2. Here's how John talks about this. Now listen to the two sides now of this issue that John is talking about. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, 
is not of the Father, it's of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Okay? Don't love the world. And this is not talking about the earth. The earth is a wonderful thing. God created the earth. There's nothing wrong with enjoying the earth. The world is a system, a Babylon system. The world system is a system of rebellion against God. And money becomes the universal standard of that system. And so don't love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Mutually exclusive. You can't serve God and mammon, Jesus said. You have to choose. Are you going to trust in God with your finances? Or are you going to go to the other side? Are you going to be full of pride? Now, as a, as a pastor, um, I can tell you, you've been a pastor for 40 years. And I've pastored many thousands of people. And I can tell you that many, 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 many people have broken their marriages and their families and their lives on greed and trying to pursue money rather than pursuing God. I can go back to so many memories of wonderful people that I have known, but they made the mistake of going after money, thinking it was going to make them powerful, independent, secure, uh, make them somebody, give them identity or whatever, and their lives were shipwrecked on that line. That's why it says the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil. For many, in longing for it, have abandoned the faith and pierced themselves through with many pangs, that they've caused themselves many problems. The devil will give you the promise, but he'll break your heart. He overpromises and underdelivers. God promises and he delivers 100% of the time. But listen to the differences. This is just kind of a contrast between the father system and the Babylon system. The father system is God-focused. It's the love of the father. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. So when you're in the father system, and as you're listening to this, you can kind of look at yourself and say, well, which, which, which system am I, am I in? One's destined to be blessed. One's destined to be cursed. Okay. But the Babylon system is self-focused. It's the boastful pride of life. Okay. It's pride. Uh, the father system is relational. It builds a relationship with God and others. It's love-oriented. But the Babylon system is impersonal. It destroys relationships and is focused on the accumulation of inanimate objects. It just doesn't care. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes. Uh, in the father system, success is based upon a spirit of dependence upon God. But success in the Babylon system is based on a spirit of independence and rebellion against God. See, when, when you have money in the in the father system, there are morals to that money. And the morals are, I'm, first of all, I want to be a good steward and to obey God in this. I want to make sure that I'm stewarding this properly. I want to make sure I give. I want to give and be generous from this money and spend it in the right ways uh, and depend upon God. The Babylon system, it's just money. And the, the system, God, by the way, the father system of wealth exalts God and expands his kingdom, but the Babylon system exalts man and expands our kingdom, and so on and so forth. There, there are many differences between the two kingdoms. But I want to I finish this teaching by talking about how to escape the Babylon system and live in the Father system of wealth. And so God doesn't, he come out of her, my people. Come, and I'm saying to you, if as a believer, we're all, we're all in this thing together. I mean, we all live in the same world and we all have the same temptations. And I'm saying, I've had to deal with this in my life, but I'm saying to you, I, my income and my wealth, Karen, Karen's and my wealth, we trust God. We trust God. In this ministry, we trust God. We are accountable to God for every single thing we have. 
We know it comes from him and we know that we're accountable to him and we're blessed. I'm just telling you personally and as a ministry, we're just blessed because God is our father. Okay, we don't have to go to the Babylon side. And so if you're if you think you're in that Babylon's that lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, boastful pride of life, independence, that kind of thing, pride, come out, come out. Okay, well, how, how do you come out? Believe that you have a perfect father who will perfectly provide for you. Okay, you have to believe that God is a father. Matthew 6, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown in the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, what should we eat, or what should we drink, or what should we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Now, part of the problem is um, we naturally relate to God as our Father based on our earthly fathers. If you had a bad earthly father, you may not have had an earthly father. You may have had an earthly father that, that, uh, that abused you or didn't care for you. You have to disconnect it. I, I had the issue, that issue in my life. My dad never abused me, but he never had much to do with me either. He just was not a very relational man. And so when I heard the word father, to me, that wasn't that good of a thing. And so um, I had to disconnect. I had to understand God is not who my father was. God is who the Bible says he is. And the Bible says that we have, it's called daddy. It's Abba. The word father, there's the word Abba. It means daddy. I have a heavenly daddy who wants to care for me. Not just wants to care for me. His greatest joy is to care for me. I'm a father and I'm a grandfather. And I'm telling you, I love being a father and a grandfather. I love it. It would kill me if my children and grandchildren didn't need me. I love for them to depend on me and need me in a healthy way. I love it. God loves being your father and it breaks his heart when you won't let him. When you're trusting in money and not trusting in God, it breaks God's heart. When you come to God as your heavenly father and trust him, trust him. He knows you need all these things. He controls the, the entire universe. You don't have to worry about money. You're not an orphan. You're a child of God. And so to get out of the Babylon system, we have to come over and understand, I have a father. I don't have to get in this rat race over here of trying to make more money. I have a father who will take care of me. Okay, it doesn't mean we don't work. It doesn't mean that we don't have financial wisdom. It just means we have a father. We don't, we don't have the same system of thinking that uh, unbelievers have. Hebrews 13 says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have, for God himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. We don't have to be covetous. We don't have to worry about constantly getting more. God will never leave us. He will never forsake us. And the second way that you get out of the Babylon system is submit every financial need and decision to God and wait on Him. And so it's called lust versus trust. Is when I need something, I go to God. Rather than depending on money, I go to God. And I say, and Karen and I do this almost every day together. And that is, what do you need? You go to God and you pray and you say, Lord, these are my needs. Jesus said, pray this way. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Our, our daily bread just means the things that we need in this life, the, 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 the practical things. When you pray, it gives you peace. And when you pray and you see God respond, it just lets you know even more how much God loves you. It's the most wonderful way to live your life. 
is rather than worrying and fearing and lusting and being full of pride and constantly having to battle for more money, is you just exhale, you come, and you submit everything to God your Father, and you believe He's a perfect Father, and you trust Him daily with your financial decisions. I promise you, it will change your life. And I'll promise you this too. When you're trusting in God, you're not going to be judged along with the Babylon system. You're going to be blessed because it's the blessing of the Lord that makes a man rich. He has no sorrow to it. Rich just means giving you more than you need because you're trusting in Him. And I hope that this is a blessing to you today. God is with us. He will bless us if we will honor Him as our Father and stay out of that Babylon system. We have our subscriber-only portion coming up now. I've got a couple of news articles. I'm talking about in, I'm talking about the the conservatism in America that is now rejecting marriage and family, which is a very troubling thing. It is the ongoing uh, apostasy of our society. But I want to talk about Finland, and it ha it's put on trial a precious woman who believes the Bible and tweeted, this is a, one of the leaders of Finland, and she could go to prison for two years for her belief in the Bible. And this, this is coming to America if we don't stop things that are happening soon. Plus, I'm answering your questions. Now, if you're not a subscriber to endtimes.com to get this entire podcast, go to endtimes.com. It's $7 a month, $77 a year. We would love to have you be a subscriber. Not only do you get the entire Tipping Point podcast, we have articles and videos that come out all week long by myself, by Pastor Greg Laurie, by Dr. Mark, Mark Hitchcock, and others. And you'll get that entire uh, endtimes.com uh, uh, information that comes out. Uh, and that is endtimes.com, $7 a month, $77 a year. If you're a subscriber, stay tuned.